just so you know, you were correct about Ghost of Tsushima. It is more important. It is more fun playing the samurai uh, lot, uh, like style of play than the assassin. I fucking knew it. Uh, I, I mean, like, I, I do like them both, but like now that I actually have armor and a worthwhile sword, I can enjoy the game as a samurai instead of like fighting for my life every two seconds. Well, it's like it's fun so. jumping between outfits too. Like you can go in with like the with like really good defensive armor, or you can go to like you know like quick swordsman armor. So like there's different ways to play it too. I like that a lot. Yeah, like if I know I'm gonna be going into a stealth mission, then I wear the Ronin attire and put on all my charms for like not being found no matter what I do. Uh, and, uh, or, you know, but if I'm going in for a standoff, I put on the Sakai armor because I have like so many standoff streaks. Like <laughs> yeah. at this point, it's just ridiculous. That's awesome. I love doing the standoff. I've, I've been enjoying it. My standoffs have not been great recently. But um, yeah, I go no. through patterns where where I'm worse right? than others. Like I'm like, fuck! How did he get me? He fucking feigned again, and I went for it. Meanwhile, like you're like, oh, like you were killing it before. You were so good. Yep. Oh, but the enemies but, do um, differentiate how they do them too, like which is kind of cool. Yeah, some enemies will faint like a different amount of times than others, and it's cool. I'm, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely enjoying it. The double, double fake out gets me every time though. I'm just fucked. Like I'm just like, well, wasn't expecting it again, so <laughs> I'm done. I watched, I watched the feet. I'm just, I'm just committed to to attacking after the first one. So, I think I'm gonna call call this week's episode the uh, "We Told You So" episode. Does that sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. All right, cool. <laughs> so, guess what, guys? We fucking told you so. Welcome to Housekeeping, presented by the Politipop Podcast, the podcast where we take your favorite pop culture media and discuss the social and political themes within. I am your co-host, Mike Booch, a.k.a. the Soy Boy Pseudo-Intellectual, a.k.a. Comrade Soy Boy, a.k.a. I'm just a shill and I'm storming Capitol Hill. And (laughs) as always in the second seat is my man Ty. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for this one. This 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 housekeeping episode has been a long time coming because we like we had the housekeeping episode just before the election and then went incredibly quiet. Like even through our reviews, I'm not sure if we've mentioned whether or not uh, Biden's the president elect or not. Like, did we have we even brought it up? No, not really. I think uh, we had mentioned doing a housekeeping for a while, but we just got caught up in, in, you know, I think the holidays. We did the, you know, the indigenous spotlight month. And I think we wanted to really focus on the projects we were reviewing without making them about our political views and, and, uh, and what was going on in current events. Yeah, Batman Returns. (laughs) Batman Returns, so what do you expect, right? Well, yeah, I mean, all the villains and all the heroes. They're all Donald (laughs) Trump. I said it. But, uh, yeah, this has been a long time coming, and obviously off mic we've spoken a lot. And, uh, yeah, it's good to kind of get this out there and, and talk about it a little bit. So, yeah, for those of you who are not aware for whatever reason... Joseph Biden has been confirmed as the president-elect, uh, the next president of the United States of America. And, um, you know, uh, just as we predicted, we saw that uh, liberals forgave him for everything and they were just happy that the mean orange man wasn't in office. And, um, 
and you know it was i i was prepared for it but it was still more infuriating than i thought it than i thought it would be yeah i um you know i think the last time we spoke was was right around the election we discussed who we voted for um and you know neither of us voted for him right and neither of us voted for trump so uh you know, we I don't think we really had uh, a stake in the game at this point of who won, but um, Joe Biden won and uh, liberals are very excited. Even the ones that claim to be, you know, progressives or leftists or a lot of them are, you know, yeah, you know, Biden won. Um, and, and so far, you know, Biden hasn't really promised anything special. You know, his his covid plan is very similar to Trump's. Um, he hasn't uh, agreed to a mask mandate or anything like that. Uh, I think the biggest biggest part of his plan is getting vaccines out there. And, uh, you know, I don't think that's really a, a Biden specific thing. I think whoever's president at this point w- would do that. Right. Because that's that's kind I of mean, the next it is step. being done. It's being done under President Trump. But yeah, so. it's being done right now. Yeah, I'm actually no going to be shit. eligible for the vaccine in a few <laughs> weeks through my job. So uh, it's not because of Biden specifically. Yeah, I also just want to talk about his cabinet picks also, because, um, you know, I already mentioned on the other episodes about how. Uh, people were slut shaming Melania Trump in a, in an attempt to lift up uh, Dr. Jill Biden. Yes, and 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 it was a whole thing. And you know, once again, if you're if you're a true leftist, in my opinion, you do not resort to the tactics of the other side as far as like oh, like being homophobic or slut shaming or or toxic masculinity or anything like that. Like, I think you can you know you can comment on Melania without being like oh well she was a nude model. But anyway. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons she's a terrible person. That's not one of them. So why not just pick one of the dozens of other reasons, you know? Yeah, but uh, but liberals are very shallow. They are very surface. I mean, luckily, luckily they were right, though. And uh, Joe Biden picked a lot of progressive people for his cabinet, like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and... You know, people who who have really you he's know, best friends with AOC, right? AOC, yeah, he's really he's really pushing <laughs> all these people. Um, <laughs> obviously, I'm lying. I'm lying really, really, really terribly because it's uh, it's not what happened. Yeah, if this is the only news or political information you happen to get, I, I do feel sorry for you. I'll be <laughs> providing a lot of sources in the show notes this week, um, and and a good majority of them actually come from Richard Medhurst. He is. A an independent journalist based in the UK. I've referenced him before. I'm going to reference a lot of his videos today. So uh, if you do want deep dives on stuff, I would suggest going there. I would suggest going to Move Left Idiots, the Socialist Talk podcast. Go to Amped Up with Ryan Knight. Um, you know we uh, we've been listening to those pretty pretty frequently. Yeah. And uh, you know I think that you know for the for the most part our views align on you know things such as uh, you know, where we stand on Medicare for all and, and force the vote, which, you know, we're probably not going to talk about much today. But, um, you know, just there. I was going to bring it up know, a we're little gonna bit, get, but we'll get, oh, we'll okay, get cool. it in. We'll right, get whatever. It in. Yeah, so I just want to name a few picks that Biden has for his cabinet. Uh, we have Neera Tandon, the imperialist. She is uh, <laughs> is going to be heading the Office of Management and Budget. Um, she, in the past, in case you weren't sure of what she's uh, famous for, she is a Hillary Clinton uh, Stan, I include a WikiLeaks link in the in the show notes that has all of her emails to Hillary Clinton. Um, she outed a victim of sexual harassment in the workplace. She punched Bernie's campaign manager, Faiz Shakir. Uh, she has has been pro like, oh well, you know, Libya has oil. Let's you know, let's blackmail them for it in in emails that have been released. So just note that while he's putting diversity in his cabin, he's putting, you know, a woman of Indian heritage, uh, you know, to to be the, you know, the the first 
woman of Indian heritage, uh, you know, to, to, to manage the office of management and budget, yet she is, you know, just another imperialist, well, it's imperialist like, warlock. It's like the oldest trick in the book, right? He's like, you know, it's, it's like a magician. Like, they're showing you one hand, you know. Meanwhile, he's fucking punching you in the back of the head with the other one, you know. So it's it's like, oh look, you know, we got we got people of color in my cabinet, um, and they're like the worst fucking people you can find. So, uh, yeah, it's it's really great. Well, let's not forget about the first openly gay cabinet member, uh, Pete Buttigieg, who I actually put in the notes as Booty Boy. That might be a homophobic thing. It, well, mm. I didn't put it in there. I was just like, it just his name sounds like Booty. Um, but but yeah, Pete Buttigieg, <laughs> uh, transportation secretary. Uh, I feel like he just has experience being a mayor, right? And also, <laughs> yeah, in, intentionally dropping out of the race to to secure you know, to secure Biden's nomination for the Democratic Party and hopefully get his cabinet pick, which he actually did get his 30 pieces of silver for this. Right. Yep. He really did. Um, he really did. You know, yeah, I can't speak as to how much transportation management he has, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> the the resume is not great for it. We'll say that. Yeah. Uh, we also have Lloyd Austin. He is a former military general. Uh, last year, he earned six figures by being a, a, a board member of the military military contractor Raytheon, uh, so another warhawk who who stands to profit from more war. Uh, Biden has put him, but he's black. So I mean, Biden is is killing it in the diversity game. All of our oh, oppressors yeah. and imperialists are going to be the most diverse ones that we've we've had in years. So, hooray! Uh, it you know it is it is a little bit like the Obama administration. Uh, but that was that was it. Basically, um, don't. I, I just I'm, my mind is blown by how people are are not holding Biden accountable and they're just happy that Orange Man is well, out of the way. Well, that was a big thing, right? It was like, listen, guys, we're going to hold our noses. We're going to vote for Biden because you need Trump out, right? And then we're going to hold him accountable. And the guy's not even in office yet, and people are already done trying to hold him accountable. You know, he's he's announcing these horrible cabinet picks, and people are just like, well, I mean, it's fine, you know, and it's just. What happened to holding him accountable? We're done already. The guy's not even sworn to office. So, you know, what, what was it all for? We're, we're not going to get anywhere. No, it just showed that the whole time while while liberals were co-opting things like ACAB and, and Medicare for all and, you know, and, you know, a Green New Deal and stuff. It was really just that they didn't want the mean guy in office. Yeah, that's that's what it was. And it's so much to the point that when we do talk about the stimulus, there are people who would refuse a two thousand a two thousand dollar stimulus just because it was proposed by Donald Trump. Right. Like, uh, I I really don't get it. Um, I, I haven't heard a lot about uh, Black Lives Matter. But just for those of you who aren't aware, there was a young man named Casey Goodson. I uh, I believe it was in Columbus, Ohio. He was killed for holding a sandwich. Uh, yeah. Some, you know, there was a, a a sheriff's deputy or I don't an officer who was who thought that Casey was a fugitive. He's a 23 year old young man. Uh, he was getting into his car. He was getting out of his car, going into his home, and they told him to drop the weapons, which later turned out to just be sandwiches. Uh, I don't have any updates as to whether or not anyone's going to be uh, going to be charged, but I believe they. Last I heard of it, they were looking. Um, you know, looking to have the the feds take over the take over the investigation. Well, luckily, Joe Biden's going to you know defund the police, right, and, and hold them more accountable. Yeah, well, I mean, he never said that he would, but he he, he he's got to, right? <laughs> 
even though he said he would increase funding to the police because they, they need better training. I've I've never seen like, oh, we got more police funding and we, you know, we have this much better training and blah, blah, blah. It's always like we now have a tank. We now have these new guns. We now have these riot, uh, you know, riot shields and stuff like that. It's always, you know, we have more stuff to oppress people. It's never, uh, you know, we have stuff to be better cops and serve the people. Yep, exactly. Uh, speaking of, uh, of of shitty cops, uh, Jacob Blake, we covered his story a little while ago. He was shot in the back several times and was paralyzed from the waist down. The cops who paralyzed him will not be charged. We are currently in a lame duck uh, session at the moment. So normally this would mean that Trump is kind of, you know, making his, you know, making his way out of the White House. And um, apparently there have not been any executions uh, for a number of years during a lame duck session. Uh, but Trump, as as always, really enjoys breaking, you know, breaking molds. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit from BBC. And uh, it says five executions are scheduled before President-elect Joe Biden's 20, January 20th inauguration, breaking with a 130-year-old precedent of pausing executions amid a presidential transition. Um, Attorney General William Barr has said his Justice Department is simply upholding existing law, but critics have said the move is concerning, concerning uh, coming just weeks before Mr. Biden, who has said he will seek to end the death penalty, takes office. Uh, the five executions uh, started with convicted uh, killer 40-year-old, wait, with convicted killer 40-year-old Brandon Bernard. Well, that's just not right because didn't Brandon Bernard not kill anybody? Uh, he he did he did kill someone. Um, I thought Brandon Bernard just uh, I thought he got rid of the evidence. He, he basically what happened was this other guy shot the man and the woman in the car and told him to burn the car down, uh, but the woman was actually still alive. I so, think I might have heard there was so evidence that there's there was evidence that he lungs. may have killed her. Yes, you know, so she may have died from the gunshot wound, but but uh, you know there was smoke in her lungs, so they they you know uh, basically charged him with murder. And listen, nobody's saying what he did was right, but you know he, he was a very young man who made a very bad mistake. And yeah, he was like 18 years old. When it yeah, happened. and you know so. uh, we don't. You know he apparently you know has uh, lawyers claim that he was scared of his friend who was armed and you know he felt threatened so he did what he was told. Um, and again, you know it's not an excuse. I don't think the guy should have gotten out after five years. Uh, but you know the death penalty is pretty extreme. When you know is Kyle Rittenhouse getting the death penalty? Exactly. No. You no, know Kyle Rittenhouse killed more people than Brandon Bernard. It's not. It's not, it's, it's not a competition, but it's not equal, right? And yeah, that's that's, that's true. the issue. Yeah, it's not. You know, Brock Turner also raped more people than Brandon Bernard, as far as I can tell. And you know, obviously, it's not a matter of like you know those guys should be free, but every everybody should just have you know should justice should be administered equally. Obviously, right? Yeah. Yep. Editor's note here. Wanted to let you know also that at the end of Obama's term, he was actually asked by by several people to commute the sentence of Brandon Bernard, and uh, he still didn't do it. So he still kept this guy on death row, not even you know commuting it to to life in prison, which isn't great. But also wanted to let you know that Democrats aren't your friends. I want you to know that as much as we we shit on the GOP here, that Democrats are also not your friends. They're also conservatives. And that our next segment, which involves Trump's pardons, also includes a few low-level drug offenders. Enjoy! 
in 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 a week of uh, executions, there are also a number of pardons that Trump has has put through. Uh, you may remember in 2017, he he pardoned uh, Sheriff Joe Arpaio, who uh, I actually just found out that in 2020, even while he was pardoned, the guilty charge still stands. Like his his attorney sued to have the guilty charge dropped, but he still is uh, is considered guilty of the crimes that he committed. And for those of you who don't know, he basically uh, created a tent city, uh, was targeting Latinos in an attempt to out them as undocumented immigrants. Uh, so he made a camp for them. Uh, he forced them to wear striped suits and pink underwear. Uh, I believe that there was heat exhaustion. And uh, I, I think there was at least one one um, miscarriage also. Wow. So so that those are the types of people that Trump likes to pardon. Uh, we see that in 2020, he, he pardoned Stephanie Moore. Uh, she, early in her career, was a, was a canine officer. And well, she wasn't a dog herself. It wasn't an Animorphs, <laughs> although it was in the early 90s. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, right. Um, she, she was new on the force, though, and working with dogs, and she released a dog on a homeless man. They were searching for a couple of burglars, and it turns out that it was just a couple of, uh, sorry, I should say people experiencing homelessness. They were on top of a building, they climbed down, and even after they were following orders, she released a dog on him and was uh, charged and put in prison for police brutality, as one should be. Yeah. But she was just pardoned as well. Um, he also pardoned the Blackwater guards. Do you remember Blackwater tie or no? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Blackwater uh, being a massacre that took place, killed uh, a bunch of Iraqi civilians, and, uh, you know, Trump pardoned those guys as well. So, well, isn't Blackwater a, an organization? Yeah, they, they are. Yeah, 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 so I was referring to the massacre, but right, yeah, right, they are yeah. an organization of uh, like a mercenary they private group, right? military contractors. Yeah, I think that's what they are. Yeah, and, and like you said, they, they committed, you know— uh, Mass murder, basically, uh, including I think it was a nine-year-old kid, right? That was shot in the head. A nine-year-old kid was killed. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and Trump pardoned these guys after they were tried, right, in the military court. I believe they were tried in the military court and and found guilty. So, you know, it it uh, it, it kind of boggles the mind why he would even pardon these guys. Yeah, I mean, he's also pardoning a bunch of people associated with his campaign who were who were convicted of different things. Now that I you expect. Know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, you know, it's interesting. It kind of makes you think, you know, why wasn't Blackwater at the Capitol? We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Like, I figure, you know, if, if that was your time to, to take to keep office, you know, by force, get the Proud Boys, get Blackwater, get all the people who you've been, you know, ri- you know, riling up, not just the, you know, not just the bizarre, I don't I don't want to talk shit about people, but just I don't know. This didn't seem like the tactical contingent of of Trump supporters. But um, yeah, um, I also want to talk about Assange. Uh, for those of you who don't know Julian Assange, he was uh, he's the founder of WikiLeaks, and right. he was a journalist slash hacker, whatever you want to call him, who who up until recently was being held in the UK. Actually, I guess he's. Well, he's still he's still being held in the UK. He is in the UK, but uh, was this even his trial? No, it was just a hearing, right? To see well, the hearing to see if he would get United States. Yeah, so if he would be extradited to the United States, and uh, miraculously, this judge who apparently has always extradited people um, decided not to. Parroting all the yeah, she was parroting all the American talking points too, the American prosecution, like saying everything they were saying too, like false stuff. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you, but, you know, you said that that he 
that the extra extradition was actually denied. The request for extradition right. was denied, which is which is wild because the deck has been stacked against Assange from the beginning. Here, uh, you know, he's he exposed war crimes, and the U.S. wants to, uh, you know, wants to try him for it. I imagine it would be similar to you know them. Uh, holding Jeffrey Epstein or something, uh, you know, because they did say that he would that he would be put in prison, like without even being found guilty of anything. Yeah, like having having not committed a crime, uh, you know, would be held in a maximum security prison where like the most dangerous people are, like Al Qaeda people are there, and they want to put a hacker in there. Uh, but you know, I do think it's awesome to see that he won't be extradited, and uh, you know, hopefully, he won't be assassinated. Well, but... <laughs> unfortunately, the U.S. can still appeal, which I, I think they're, they can. They're I going to, uh, and his bail was denied. Um, oh, so, really? Was yeah, it? Yeah, his bail was denied. So you know, he he's not out of it yet. I think uh, you know, it, it was some good well, news. By no stretch, I think yeah. I think we're all we were all kind of shocked that he that you know he even has a chance uh, at this point. But um, you know, I think it's important to to keep talking about it because people really aren't, you know, you don't really hear this in the news. Uh, you know, you mentioned Richard Medhurst earlier. He's, he's actually been covering the story. Yeah. He's um, literally been in the courthouse. Yeah. He's been at the old Bailey every day of this year. And so. he's, he's one of the only people I think really covering this and accurately covering it. Uh, oh yeah. Well, United States mainstream media isn't saying shit about it. No, they're not talking about it. Yeah. Either. It's just, nope. it's like, who cares? Well, nope. What do you mean? We're, who we're cares? trying to, yeah, we're trying to murder this man for trying to hold, you know, war criminals in our government accountable. Like, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty disgusting. I mean, this is really, you know, about free press and, and, you know, and, and, and covering news accurately and, and honestly. And, you know, I think, uh, it's so important to see the outcome of, of his trial, um, you know, even Snowden came out and said, you know, uh, don't, if you're going to pardon someone, cause there's been talk of Snowden getting pardoned. He's like, don't pardon me, pardon Assange, you know, because Assange is the one in danger. They said he, uh, he has a lot of mental health issues. He's, he's in danger of committing suicide. He also has uh, yeah. some physical health issues. Uh, he's a great risk of COVID. So, you know, there's a lot of things that could really, really go wrong for this guy. Um, and I think it, it'd be in everyone's best interest if he's if he's released and, you know, let go. Uh, the United States just lets him go at this point. He's also an Australian citizen. Just wanted to mention Yes, that. yes, he is. Yeah, he's an Australian um, citizen. <laughs> uh, Ty, I want you to tell me about this stimulus situation or lack thereof, however you want to put it. Oh, man. I, you know, I don't even know where to begin because it's been so long, right? <laughs> uh, since Well, <laughs> so long since our last stimulus. But uh, the stimulus has gone back and forth, right? There was eventually a deal worked out. Um, Republicans, you know, brought something to Pelosi's desk, and it would have, I think, provided, again, $1,200 checks to Americans. Uh, and she denied it. She did not agree with, with the bill. Um, she wouldn't vote for it. And, uh, you know, uh, it, they came to a standstill again. Um, so after the election, uh, her and the Republicans came to another agreement for a stimulus that would give zero dollars to Americans, um, which was pretty, pretty unbelievable because that was really the only thing that seemed to change Amazing negotiation. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was like really the only thing that seemed to change between the previous stimulus and this one was, was the checks to Americans. So, you know, when, when confronted about it, Pelosi basically said, well, there were things in the other one that we had to get rid of. So what you didn't want to give Americans money in their pockets. 
so, you know, between negotiating back and forth, they finally came to $600 checks, right? $600 checks to Americans who make uh, $75,000 and under. And for every $100 you make over that, you lose a, a portion of that money. Um, and it's still, you know, a bunch of, you know, loops and, and hurdles and things through there. Uh, they, they also aren't giving to anyone who's a dependent over 18. So if you have a dependent who's over 18, they're not getting anything and you're not getting anything for them, which I don't understand wow. the reason for that. So, wow. um, pretty, pretty unreal. So, there. Like, so even after you move out and your parent claims you on their taxes, you're still getting, you're getting fucked because you're getting you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. You get nothing. Uh, so the real curveball, right, was that Donald Trump came out and said $600 is not enough. Let's give the people $2,000. Comrade so, Trump. Yeah, and this, in this hilarious turn of events. Um, and, you know, you know who took up took up this sword and shield? Bernie Sanders, right? He, he kind of ran with this. Uh, and, and he even said, you know, I don't, I don't agree with Trump on much, but I agree with him here. And he brought it to, you know... Um, forward and and the house wound up voting uh nancy pelosi and the house voted and they voted for for this new two thousand dollar stimulus and it went to the senate where bernie sanders and uh you know a few other people that supported it some republicans and a few democrats um bernie had been fighting for twelve hundred dollar checks and gotten you know thrown out of the ring time and time again but he was not backing down so as we approached uh, new year's eve you know he took to the senate floor um, and, you know, tried to convince convince uh, Mitch McConnell to put it to a vote, right? Not even for people to actually vote for it, just to give it the opportunity to be put to a vote, uh, to which McConnell yeah, and to, wouldn't and to, do. just open the floor up for debate, right? Like, yeah, like they wouldn't even debate it. He was, like, he was like, this is democracy, right? So let's debate it and put it to a vote. That's all we're asking for. Uh, and McConnell wouldn't do it. And, and again, some Republicans were even supporting this. So... It was it was pretty uh, unbelievable, and and this is all ramping up just as the uh, the Georgia Senate Senate race was happening. So it it was kind of confusing to me because I'm like, well, Mitch McConnell won't give people this this two thousand dollars, right? That's what that's what it kind of came out as. That's what how the media yeah. kind of turned yeah. it. And I know people who were Republicans and Trump supporters who were also like, fuck McConnell, right? <laughs> like he won't give us this money because that's kind of how it turned out. Good, you know, and. Just as the Senate race is happening, you just made Republicans look so dumb and so weak, you know. So you've got you got the House pushing, you got the President pushing, you've got Bernie Sanders and several other senators on on the Senate floor pushing for it, and he still says no. So lo and behold, you know it it does not get to a vote, um, and you know right now we're with the six hundred dollar uh, uh, stimulus, which <laughs> they also fucked up, and they sent to TurboTax. Uh, an H&R block for millions of Americans, myself included, uh, who did not receive their stimulus because it went to the, these organizations instead. So now those You're are fucking kidding me. I'm not. And so these organizations had to send the money back. Uh, but now there's a hiccup and they're trying to figure out how to get it to people. So a bunch of us are still waiting for this stimulus that has has not come. And they sent me an email last night saying that it hopefully in the next few days I can figure it out or. When you do your tax return, you'll have an option saying you did not receive your stimulus. Now, you know, luckily I'm working right now. You know, I could use the money. Obviously, I, I still have medical bills from years ago that I'm paying off because our healthcare fucking sucks. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's so many Americans that are not working right now. They they are they are going to lose their homes. Uh, they can't feed their kids. You know, like. 
They need money and they need it now. Six hundred dollars is barely anything, right? But it still could be the difference between going hungry for a few weeks and, and you know and actually having dinner on the table. So uh, by fucking this up, you know how many people are going to suffer? And you know this this all leads to the uh, Georgia Senate race, where you know in this shocking turn of events, um, both both Democrats won. Um, and I I really do believe that if McConnell had pushed this two thousand dollars stimulus through. They they may have had a better ch- chance of of you know defeating these uh, these Democrats, but We're Joe, like a perfect storm of events too. Right? It's just it's just like it's crazy. It's like a movie. To flip uh, it like that. And Joe Biden came out and said, if if both Democrats win the Senate, we're gonna push that two thousand dollars through. So. Yeah, my fucking ass. Cards are on the table, bruh. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get this fucking two thousand dollars passed. Which. Uh, so hilariously, they're already coming out and saying, you know, it's still kind of a 50-50 split. It's going to be really hard to get anything done. So the House is blue. Holding votes hostage, man. That's right? exactly what that is. I know. Is. I know. So the House is blue. The Senate's blue. And the White House is blue. And yet they still don't know if they can push through a lot of uh, a lot of legislation because, you know, it's just it's just too much of a split. And this is what Democrats do. Right. This is their excuse oh, for yeah. not pushing through Medicare for all or a Green New Deal because, hey, it's, it's just it's just too close. We don't have enough power. You couldn't have more power at this point. Right. If you're not going to do it now, then what, then when will you do it? And the last time this happened, Obama, Obama was the president. And what did they do? They did Obamacare. Right. Which hurt a lot of people. You know, it helped some people and it hurt many, many others. It, in many ways, it was a Republican health care plan. Um, and, and, you know, this all really comes down to, you know, how do we get Medicare for all uh, on a vote, right? Uh, how do we get a floor vote on it? Um, and that was another big thing that happened right right in the last two weeks, right? So Nancy Pelosi is, is going to be voted, you know, as a Speaker of the House again. Um, and there was a push uh, by Jimmy Dore, an activist and comedian. Uh, and then Which, many- by the way, that was a whole other um, ballless moment, if I can say that. Um, for for the you know for like the the squad and the new Democrats and you know the face of the you know the future of the Democratic yep. Party to vote for her again. Uh, but sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Well, yeah, so kind of where Jimmy I'm going Moore with it. So like the the squad has doubled this year, uh, or I guess technically last year, the end of last year. You know, the, the squad has doubled. More and more progressives are being voted into office Quote, than unquote, ever before, yeah. right? And so there, there was this movement put out, you know. Um, called force the vote and the idea was to hold your vote for a speaker of the house for nancy pelosi unless she puts medicare for all to a to a floor vote and that's all they're asking for it's just a vote again it might not get voted in but putting it to a vote um and people like aoc and and, and you know many other progressives we were asking them to do this and uh and that they, is wh- by the way that gradual change too yeah like sanders was just asking for a debate you know jimmy Dore is saying well let's just put it to and so many others obviously are just saying let's just put it to uh, let's just put medicare for all vote there yeah let's put you it know, on the table like, let's see what happens you know, that's have all to pass. let's just put it out you know let's hold our politicians accountable and get something from them let's make pelosi concede something and, yeah. and obviously they didn't sorry and, and they can yeah and they can come out and they can say look we tried Right. We, we tried to get it voted. We're not giving up. But like, you know, obviously it didn't happen this time. Uh, and, and Mike, what happened? They didn't do it. Right. They, they did not do it. They, they, they voted for her for Speaker of the House. Um, I think only five Democrats did, none of which are in the squad. Um, and it's it's just really disappointing. Uh, it's just 
constant disappointment after disappointment, and there's really just uh, yeah. not not much hope politically on the horizon. So, well, like I think I can segue into our into our final story using this. Like, you know, people are are so excited about oh the squad. You know, once again, that's marketing, right? Oh, yeah. we have squad, yep. and we have AOC. We don't have Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. We have AOC. You know, and um and and uh, and you know Biden, you know not Biden, but Biden. We got Biden out of you know we got Trump out of office. We got Biden in, and we're just so happy that the people, the blue people, are are in power. But like they're you know they're showing us, and and I've been shown more and more like every single day that like I I'm done putting any of my faith in people. Yeah. You know I'll you know I'll mention that Richard Medhurst, you know he's probably the closest one right now because you know because he's a good journalist you know but if he ever does any shit that's problematic I'll call him out on it too like you you shouldn't be afraid to hold people accountable you know the, people just want to hitch their wagons to something and you know they're so they're so ready to 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 follow and everything and you know I don't want to be like oh wake up sheeple but like no, follow no. ideals stop we, following people. but you know you need you need a leader right you need someone to inspire you I think that's that's why people get hitch i i'm really bad at that i get really invested in people um you know i'm still invested in bernie sanders as much as he frustrates me you know i i got really emotional when she was when he was taken to the floor on new year's eve you know but at the same time like you said you can't just you can't just expect them to be perfect and you can't allow them to 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 make mistakes and not be called out for it you know you have to hold them accountable you have to talk about what they did wrong and how they can do better. And I think that's how they will do better. You know, um, I, I think the squad would be a lot more effective if more people were willing to call them out instead of just being like, no, like they're, they're only chance, you know, we gotta, we gotta get behind them. No, tell them, listen, you're, you're not the squad anymore. You're not fucking progressive. If you're not going to push for Medicare for all, like that's how you got voted in. So why are you not following this? Um, and, you know, so it's, it, you're right. You have to believe in the ideals and, and hopefully, you know, we, we can do that and, and the left can, can kind of, you know, get behind these ideals more than just a single person and we can figure out how to how to move forward here. So now we enter the I told you so portion of the show. That's right. I had been hypothesizing for some time now that maybe just maybe these Trump guys, uh, all the all the maggots, as people sometimes like to call them, uh, maybe they don't love their country. Maybe they just love Trump. Like, you know, that's a possibility. Yeah. And and uh, yeah. And it has been shown to be true in that uh, recently within the, the last day, uh, Trump had a call to arms in which he told all of his supporters to march down Pennsylvania Avenue and stop the steal because they were certifying the election results in Congress uh, to to see who was going to be the president of the United States, uh, you know, in 2021, by the time January 20th comes around. And at least they did it peacefully, right? Well, of course they did it peacefully. If peaceful includes using chemical weapons to get inside, leaving explosive devices around multiple areas on Capitol Hill, uh, storming the cops and injuring them uh, on your way into Capitol Hill. I'll also mention not wearing masks as a form of violence. Um, That's just me personally. Yeah. Um, And uh, also scaling the... It's not funny, but uh, it's also hilarious it's in its own way. It's kind of uh, hilarious. It's the most riveting television I've seen in years. I'll say that. Uh, or ever since quarantine. It was like Tiger King and the Capitol Hill siege. Uh, I mean, I think it, it was really fun for like for like leftists to watch like Republicans like attacking each other and then like liberals freaking out. It was kind of hilarious. 
Oh, well, yeah. I mean, because, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I said it on Facebook, I said it to you and I've seen the people on move left say it too. Like, you know, like we, you know, we like the energy, but, um, you know, if, if only it was for a good cause, yes, like if only they were yeah. storming the Capitol building and being like Medicare for all, yeah. or like, you know, defund the police, yeah. Black Clean New Deal, like some shit. Yeah, like that. yeah, exactly. But because it wasn't for civil rights and because the majority of these people weren't people of color, just begging to be treated like human beings, uh, the cops didn't seem to murder them a lot. Uh, oh. I, I believe four are dead currently. You can find all the all the specific numbers in the show notes, which they may change by the time this episode comes out. Uh, unfortunately, I know at least one of those dead was. Uh, was a woman who who stormed the Capitol and was you know was shot and killed by a cop. Um, based on the videos that I've seen, I know I sent you the Sean King video where those guys like storm. You know they basically like just force this one cop to retreat. Right. It blows my mind how they have infinite patience. Like it seemed like that yeah. that one person who was shot. If this were a Black Lives Matter protest, you know there would have been several more people blinded, gassed, broken, concussed. Like, well, there's like that ex marine guy who was at the Black Lives Matter um, protest who like approached them to talk to the police and they fucking like gassed them in the face. Right. Like, yes, they, I remember that. The they Navy broke guy. his yes. arm. I think they, they broke, broke his, his arm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, his hand. Right. And yet this there's literally a fucking Trump supporter chasing this this cop up the stairs uh, of the Capitol building and nothing. He turns around. He's like, stop. And then he starts running again. And it's just like it's unbelievable. It took how like hours for the National Guard to show up. You know, it's just like. They really well, yeah. They had to get out of all. their they had to get out of their Trump supporter clothes and and then get into their work clothes. Pretty they were much. already there. Pretty <laughs> much, yeah. Started. I mean, like why fight each other, right? And then like shit. <laughs> it's like uh, it's, oh, it's like what we said. Uh, actually, it's a lot like what we said on the purge episode when it was like, oh, do you think that the next day all the you know they're like, oh, we need the cops to report here, and they're like, oh, we're already in the neighborhood. <laughs> oh shit. Um, you know, but also at the end of election year, at the end of that that movie, they had a bunch of the NFFA supporters uh, storming the Capitol, you know, taking to the streets because they didn't agree with the with the results of the election, which right. is something that, you know, is actually happening now. We called yep. it on our purge election. We year did. Episode. We actually did. Uh, and, and I mean, there were literally senators right in the building uh, on lockdown. They had gas masks on uh, to protect them from from, you know. What, what was being used in the building. Um, they, and then also they, the tear gas, I suppose, that was used. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if it was used in or, in or outdoors, but yeah. You know, they were they were hiding under their desks. Um, there was armed, uh, you know, uh, security trying to, you know, protect them. It was, it was you know, I can imagine it was probably pretty terrifying for them. Um, do you think, Mitch, them, yeah. you think Mitch McConnell shit his pants because he's the most hated man in America right now? Well, up until this happened <laughs> because of the $2,000 statement. <laughs> he's like, fuck, everyone wants to kill me. <laughs> like I would have I mean, definitely. I, I wish. I, I wish. Oh yeah, it could have been for the stimulus, right? Yeah. You know, oh, they're oh they're not here for the sti- they're here. Biden, f- fine. What? Whatever. Whatever. Fuck it. Wait, does that what Mitch McConnell sounds like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's definitely some Don highlights. Um, somebody broke into Pelosi's office and took some of her letters, which I, I find hilarious, uh, and took some pictures like sitting at her desk. Um, I hope they they really dig up some good dirt on her because she's pretty uh, pretty horrible. Um, oh yeah, I'm for it. Yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, there was somebody was tweeting, and I saw this tweet get shared quite a bit by, by a lot of Trump supporters saying, um, "We stormed the Capitol building. A peaceful uh, protester was shot by police." And like the you know obviously I don't want the police to shoot anybody, but the irony of this I'm like you just said you stormed the Capitol, so to me that's not really peaceful, right? Storming like, itself is not a peaceful act. Yeah, I mean like you know you 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 can't put those two sentences together and and have them make sense. They don't. 
They they just don't, you know. And like people want to talk about how Black Lives Matter protesters were so violent for for hitting the streets. I mean, these people stormed the Capitol building. They yeah, broke and down like windows attacking and, targets and and you know and corporate owned businesses is one thing. And I know that there are cases where small businesses get caught up in that. And my heart breaks for them. I'm going to be honest. You know, yeah. you know, but you know, you got to crack a few eggs if you want to make an omelet, or in our case, open a few just eggs or crumble a few tofu's. Anyway, um, <laughs> but like. <laughs> but th- there's a difference between like, oh, you know, we're going to go loot Target and we're attacking the government. Like, that's literally what you guys were doing. Yeah. And, and you know, we're not – listen, our takes aren't hot. I've already listened to two or three podcasts, you know, that have takes on this. And, you know, they say the same thing. We're saying, oh, if they were black, they would have been blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. We know and, and, it, and it's very frustrating. And just like you said, I don't want to see anyone get shot. I don't want the cops to kill anybody, especially um, – you know, when when those you know, when Kyle Rittenhouse killed those people, I was sad when when Michael Reinold uh, killed that one dude who was on the Trump side. I was sad when Michael Reinold was then murdered by cops after I was sad. Like, <laughs> yeah, a lot you know, of it's yeah, it's it's just like I've, I've lived a good portion this past year in sadness. But, um, yeah. you know, when I said it's going to be you one day. I did say that on a previous episode where I was getting really radical. I was right. I did t- tell you so. You know, yeah. um, I do think that people do have a right for, for for you know freedom of speech and your First Amendment right to freedom of assembly. Then they ended up. They actually did make it violent, and it wasn't just violence on objects. It was they were using weapons on people. They hurt yeah. officers. And so now here's my other thing that I told you so. All those people who supposedly cared so much about the cops, they never cared about the cops. They just didn't like black people saying treat us like people because yeah. you're attacking the fucking cops. What happened to Blue Lives Matter then? Yep. As soon as soon as you know the cops aren't supporting what you want them to do, you don't give a fuck about them, right? We even see this on saw this on New Year's Eve. Uh, there was a lot of videos from New York City where people were having you know giant uh, parties and crowds, and the cops were trying to break it up, and and they didn't give a fuck. They didn't want to listen to the police. All of a sudden, you know, Blue Lives Matter didn't didn't matter so much. So yeah, it, it's uh, I think you know the racism and and uh, the Trumpism was was on full display. Um, this week, uh, I think Representative uh, uh, Lindsey Graham, the Republican, even said something along the lines of like, you know, windows can be repaired, you know, buildings can be, but lives can't be. And it's kind of like what, you know, Black Lives Matter protesters were, uh, were saying. But, you know, the irony, I'm sure, is lost on him. Um, yeah. You know, and I saw people sharing like, oh, like, um, uh, sorry, I saw one person. I have to document exactly how many people I've seen sharing a thing. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, exactly. uh, By liberal acquaintances who blocked me anyway. Um, But I saw one person share like, um, uh, uh, rest in peace, uh, you know, Darwin Award winning thing for for the woman who was who was killed. And like, that isn't I just think it's in poor taste, you know, like, because they do that when our it sounds so, you know, fifth grade, they do that when our guys die, you know, but like when you know, the the people who Kyle Rittenhouse killed, for example, they were sharing the same shit for them. And it's I, I don't know it's it's just in terrible taste I, you know I <sighs> I, I mean to be honest I don't yeah. give a fuck I, I maybe I I have a different opinion but I mean like there's a difference between you know fighting for the rights of people to live and the difference of storming the Capitol building because you don't agree with uh, you know a political vote I think you know it's it's very different and and the people that went there. We're very lucky. They, there should have been more bloodshed uh, based on what's happened in other protests and the fact that there if was the only... police were consistent, yes, yeah, they, they would have been lined up for a firing squad. You know, 
but uh, yeah, so I mean, to me, I don't really care. I don't really care that that people were killed in this fight. I guess you know, do I want people to die? No, but I'm not going to shed a tear over it. That's that's kind of how I feel. No, that's. I mean, listen, that's fair. I'm not, I'm not gonna listen. I'm not. I'm here to espouse my views. I'm not yeah. gonna fucking talk shit about you for having yours. You know, um, and uh, and also, you know, we'll see how you know how I am during my next tolerance break. Yeah. I'm not getting high every day. There you I'll go. I'll be like, fuck it, you know, burn it all. Down. <laughs> I'll be like, well, I mean, not burn it all down, but I'm like, burn it down. And everybody can be friends. Man. It, it is interesting because I mean, it just goes to show how easily we really could take like the Capitol building. You know what I mean? Like if people really. If this was like France and we were finally fed up with all the bullshit and people wanted to to fight for actual rights, you know, very easily we could we could do it. So, well, um, I thought that. Like, I thought like, oh, like what's to stop us from doing the same thing? But just it's just like we've already said so many times, when we come out to to fight for actual human rights, then it's oh, you know, then it's oh, we got to bring out all the military, all the cops, and strike these people down. I mean. They were so underprepared. What if it was the Proud Boys with their, you know, with their with their actual fucking rifles yeah. and stuff? You know, what if what if like it was, you know, the you know the the militant alt right groups who are like, you know, who who are like, all right, you know, we're doing this. I, I don't know why it wasn't them. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, kind of interesting, right? Well, I I think they're these were probably not the most intelligent people doing this. They they clearly didn't seem like it. Uh, but maybe that's what we got to do. We got to we got to fake. Put out like, all right, Proud Boys protest, and it's actually a bunch of Black Lives Matter protests, and the cops aren't ready because they didn't think so. And they're like, oh, I shit. would gladly storm the Capitol <laughs> with like holding a Trump flag in my hands as it waves in the air, and I have a Black Lives Matter shirt on me, and I'm like, all right, like I'll come. You guys are gonna let me in because of this camouflage, and I, you know, and I'm gonna try and fight for human rights. Um, oh man! But yeah, so you know, it, so you know, Trump this morning did say that now they're gonna do a peaceful transition, which I. I think is kind of ridiculous after he got people killed yesterday. But uh, yeah, he's you know he's claiming now he's going to peacefully transition. But Democrats are pushing for his impeachment, um, and I believe it's under the Twenty Fifth Amendment. They could impeach him. Uh, Mike Pence could take over as president for the final two weeks. Um, it, so it, it you do you know, think there's a, a point to it? Uh, you know, I think I think um, yeah, I do. I guess I do because it, it, it sends a message that you can't just incite violence and do what you want, that there is a repercussion, you know? So uh, I think they should. I think, you know, Trump actually called Pence a traitor yesterday, which was hilarious. He turned on him really quickly. Um, and I think Seriously. basically Republicans know it's a sinking ship and they're like, fuck this. And they're, they're just they're just backing down from from supporting uh, uh, Trump left and right. So, yeah, I mean, I think they should. I think. You know, for entertainment value alone, I'd love to see it. What would Trump say? Well, if he I got mean, impeached he's right al- like he's already been impeached. Yeah, like I. Yeah, but like, like this we, was- he's currently an impeached sitting president. I mean, like you know, we'll we'll see. I don't, you know, do you just kind of wait it out? Do you see what damage can be done in two weeks? Like, well, that's the thing. I think if if Mike come. Pence takes over, things will will kind of go as they normally would, right? And he'll he'll peacefully transition power to Biden with with Trump still in charge. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I mean, they've taken Twitter away from him. They've taken Facebook away from him. And an unprecedented move, they've actually locked uh, the president's accounts, um, which is pretty insane. So, you know, they're trying to take his voice away. Um, you know, so he his only option would be, I guess, at that point to, to have live, you know, uh, you know, protests and live 
live get rallies to get his message out there. Well, I mean, he can't hold a press conference. Like, let's be real. Like, the yeah. media won't come to listen to what Trump has to say because they said that uh, one of the sources that's in the show notes, actually, they were like, uh, I think it's a UK source. They were like, oh, you know, so President Trump has no way of reaching his followers. Like, yeah. he's the president of the United States. He just loves to use fucking Twitter. But not, people keep not if Mike to- Pence takes over. That's the thing, right? Because, like, you know, a lot of these people believe in the Constitution as fucking flawed as it is. They believe it to a T, right? They're going to support it and uphold it. So uh, Mitch McConnell now, already came out and fucking talked shit about Trump. Like, everyone's talking tr- shit about Trump. Uh, yeah, they don't want to push back before. Yeah, you know, now everybody's fucking like, fuck this else, guy. So if, if Mike Pence does, you know, cowards. do this and they, they, they go with the 25th Amendment, um, they, they can strip Trump of, of any power he does have in the White House. So I, I don't know and what would then, happen then. But like, honestly, like I could, my mind is spiraling right now. I could see him holding, even if he's no longer president of the United States, I can see him holding a press conference. The media is still going to him, just him being a civilian. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I mean, he's a rich and famous. Yeah. Unless he's actually arrested or charged with the crimes. Eh, what, whatever. There, there's so much. There, there's so, there's so much to wonder. He did it. Now, here's my last question for you because of his my bad video which is also linked to in the show notes where he's like listen you know they stole the the election from us it was a landslide election we all know it but you gotta go home you gotta remain peaceful okay you're all you're all special you're all very special people so that blew my mind there and that this is my last question do we get nixonvilles like they had in Watchmen? like do we get little like that's the literal safe space you know they made yeah. fun of us for being snowflakes no do you need a safe space like you guys are being called special little people because you couldn't you got so angry that that your guy didn't win like your white supremacist won over the yep. other white yep. supremacists like i mean i think those places already exist like long island <laughs> <laughs> it's so not, it's not wrong uh you know uh there's just a couple of us hanging on but uh, i think those places already exist you know and i mean you know it, it still goes down to the fact to me you know trump is just he just wants to be in the spotlight man like i really don't think he he actually like is this mastermind evil genius. He's just like, fuck it. People love me. I'm going to get on stage, tell them the election was stolen from me. So they want me to be president forever. Provide no proof. Yeah. Eat it up. Cause I've, I've discredited the media for the past four or five years. Yeah. I mean, he's done a great job of it and, and I'm sure he'll try to run again in, in 2024. You know, that's, he's just, he's prepping dude. He's, he's getting ready for the next step. He's going to have his own, you know, his own TV channel and he's going to, He's gonna run again. I mean, he's he's solidifying his legacy. You know, if he if these people support him now, then through this, then they'll support him for anything. So, I mean, he's he's that's what he's he's just living off this power, man. Yeah, I I don't know. I have I have so much and and also so little to say about it because like. <laughs> I mean, you know, the media did make it out to be like now upon closer inspection when it, when it was first happening, I'm like, this doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. It seems like a bunch of people assembling and a few of them are acting like assholes. You know, well, you didn't even know what anything was really like going on until I texted you, right? Yeah, you're the one who told me. You're the one who told me. I was like, bro, turned it. And then and then I was I was literally just this just for you the listeners is behind the scenes. I said, let me turn on the TV and see if it's like in a movie where whatever we're talking about is on the TV. 
And I said, uh, I said, bonus points if I don't have to switch to CNN. And of course, I turned it on. My local news channel was talking about it right away, uh, fumbling all along the way, not being uh. able to bring up clips live. It was hilarious. <laughs> uh, you know, they were like, oh, like, you know, the violent protests and CNN is calling them anarchists. Like, because anarchists don't want the president. They don't want any president. These guys want a very specific president. They're like the exact opposite of anarchists. Yeah, like, yeah. They want, they want a very specific brand of "quote unquote" law and order, which they don't actually abide well, by themselves. They've only, you know, it's uh, it's all Antifa people that were actually doing this, and and they're just oh, paid for, actors. Yep, yeah, they've been, too. they've just been faking uh, this whole thing. So that's that's Man. what's going on there. Um, can I can I share my favorite quote from the little bit of news I read? Uh, watched so last night I was oh, watching. I think I, it was CBS. Um, and one guy comes on and he's talking and everything. He goes, you know, we no longer share a common reality. And I just thought that was fucking hilarious. You know, like, 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 well, obviously, man, like we haven't for a long time, but, yeah, but you like, know, this is what it so, took. Somehow they're just realizing it now. And that's, that's wild. Like, like we've seen this, you know, we've seen, and I hate that I, so I made this status and then I saw afterwards that uh, Buttigieg said the same thing, but words do have consequences. Like, yeah. it's not just a matter of like, oh, we don't want the, um, you know, we don't want the, the mean guy in office. I mean, once again, there are, the, the liberal contingent is we don't want the mean guy in office. And yeah, you know, they got made fun of a lot for that. Oh, he just said mean things, blah, blah, blah. And, but, but like, now his mean things, I mean, not even now, but his entire presidency, his mean things have have been inciting people to to commit violent acts. And again, listen, we don't we don't want Trump to be in office either. Like yeah. definitely don't want Trump to be in office. I mean, not not at all at all, but we're just sick of, you know, settling for the, you know, diet racism of someone like Joe Biden. It, it's just like, why can't we have a, a good option here? A third option. Uh, yeah, but you know, like, yeah, like you said, Trump's just, he's, he's, he's inciting violence. And I mean, just, I don't think it's surprising to us. You know, I was, I was speaking to a coworker and she said her boyfriend's Republican and he was shocked this happened, like really shocked. And I think there are people out there that are Republicans, maybe even Trump supporters that really didn't think something like this could happen. They were just so naive. They couldn't see it. I'll say my, my sister-in-law posted something on Instagram. It was a video of some other guy who was like, I can see, he was like, you know, a young Republican. He's like, I could say that the Republican Party does not stand for this, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, what did you think was going to happen? This guy has been talking about the Second Amendment and wanting to kill Hillary Clinton since he was in, you know, on the campaign trail in 2015. He's, you know, stand he's back told, and stand by, right? Exactly. He told the Proud Boys to stand back and stand by or stand down and stand by. Like, you know, this whole time and you know everyone's saying oh it's going to be a civil war and it's going to be this and you know like so so what did you think was going to happen what what did you think was going to happen that people weren't actually going to listen to this guy that like you know a tr i think like you said like a, a republican or a trump voter is different from a trump supporter and a trump supporter is is all about that cult of personality and you know we we saw it you know we saw it there that he just said to do something and they went and did it. Like you know, people got killed, people got injured. Yeah, I mean, it's it's unreal how much power he has over these people. Yeah, you know. So so I guess you know I'll close out again just by saying, believe in ideals. Do not believe in people. The cops shouldn't be murdering anybody. You know, but they should just be. They should be showing restraint with everybody as well, and also be defunded and probably not exist. Uh, but <laughs> you know, it's 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 been a good housekeeping episode with you, Ty. Uh, is there is there anything else that that you want to talk about before 
before we sign off for today? Oh, geez. Uh, I, I think we covered all the big stories. Hopefully, um, it won't be this long before we do the next one. There's probably going to be a lot of updates uh, over the next couple of weeks. So, you know, we'll probably follow up after, uh, I'm sure, after Joe Biden is most likely sworn into office. Uh, unless the Civil War really happens, that's that's what the Proud Boys are being saved for. Oh shit! <laughs> However, they did they did uh, say something on Parlor, which uh, was something to the effect of, you know, all this all this bootlicking just to you know like stand by some orange pedophile who doesn't care about us, like something like that. Oh damn! Um, yeah, li- listen to this week's Move Left, guys, if you want to listen to it. Move Left, idiots. And also uh, go to Richard Medhurst's YouTube channel and watch everything you can, guys. Uh, th- th- those are my recommendations for stay informed. Uh, you know, yeah, for yeah, for solid solid information. Um, but yeah, that being said, uh, I- I'm I think we're gonna be doing one week, like one week of the month will be a housekeeping episode. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And then the other three will be the pop cultures. Um, did you have an idea of what you wanted to review next week? Uh, I know we were throwing Wonder Woman out there. Um, I also know Thor Ragnarok's been thrown out there, so maybe something comic booky. Uh, Rogue One. Could no? do Rogue One. Rogue One's on my list as well. All right, so you know what? How about we do Rogue One because uh, we are going to have a, a, a hawkish president coming in, and you know, Star Wars, War, uh, Space you know, Force. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so next week we'll be reviewing Star Wars Rogue One, where we once again will bring up the military-industrial complex and, uh, you know, the the price of uh, rebellions versus uh, versus the powers that be. Uh, but uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody, and thank you to Antonio Chava for logo design. As always, you can listen to us, rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, like and subscribe to the channel on YouTube. You can support us via our Patreon, where you have access to exclusive content and uh and specialty narrated audiobooks by myself by yours truly Uh, you can find us on twitter at politipop pod instagram at politipop podcast or email us at politipopcast at gmail.com we like to hear what you think and uh so so contact us in any of those ways or like i said just leave us a review and you can find our show notes and sources at politipoppodcast.wordpress.com so that way you know that not everything we're saying is complete bullshit however we are primarily an entertainment podcast for the politipop podcast i have been mike booch i have been ty remember no matter what your what media you're taking in um no matter what uh capital buildings are being stormed on any particular day Uh, No matter how you started your new year, never stop thinking, never stop learning, and always remember to read between the lines. And scene. There we go.